This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining us as always and making this a part of your morning routines, even on a weekend. Very much appreciated on a Saturday morning to see you guys up early and ready to talk about Arsenal. Uh, always very much appreciated. Good morning to those in the chat box. Nav getting in there first. Uh, Arasilki, uh, Matt G, good morning to you. Steve, Johnny, Carl. Uh, we've got uh, Yomi, Kaiser, Olu, Martin. GGTV for you. We've got David and Martin and NSW. Alex, uh, we've got Stevie, Morgie. Uh, and plenty more familiar faces I can see in the chat box as well, which is always, always nice to see our usuals and some unusuals, which is also great. I feel like I never give those who join in like as the, as the stream goes live enough credit either. So good morning to MRM, Jimmy Mac, Louie, N Campbell, um, Red Star as well. Good morning to people joining us in the chat box too. Uh, Van, Van City Guna joining us all the way from Vancouver. That's brilliant. I mean, very early in the morning, of course. Um, but brilliant all the same. I hope you had a fantastic week. Uh, the weekend is, of course, here, which means Premier League action gets underway this week. Let me run you through the fixtures for this weekend. So today, uh, Bournemouth play Liverpool in the early kickoff at 12.30. Everton play Brentford at three uh, with Leeds against Brighton, Leicester against Chelsea, Spurs against Forest. And then at 5.30, the one that matters most to us, Crystal Palace play against Manchester City at Selhurst Park. We'll be hoping that Patrick Vieira can do us a favour. Then tomorrow, uh, I'll be at Craven Cottage to watch Arsenal against Fulham. A two o'clock kickoff in the afternoon being shown on Sky Sports. Manchester United play at home against Southampton. West Ham host Aston Villa and Newcastle United play Wolves. They're their midweek action, uh, which for your double game weeks on your fantasy is important. Brighton uh, play against Crystal Palace on Wednesday at 7.30. And at the same time, Southampton host Brentford. Uh, Arsenal, of course, will be playing on Thursday in the Europa League with Champions League action also on for our title rivals, Man City, who have to turn around a 1-1 draw in their first leg against RB Leipzig. So, Interesting amount of football to talk about this weekend. Let's talk about the Arsenal stories first, of course. We begin 
Uh, with the transfer news, I thought we'd start with the transfer stuff first. Um, according to reports out in Brazil, Arsenal are amongst clubs interested in Palmeiras' is attacking midfielder Rafael Vega. It seems that we're interested in all the Vegas. Uh, of course, we're interested in Celta Vigo's attacking midfielder Vega. Um, now, Gabri Vega, of course. And now, apparently, we're interested in Rafael Vega. I can't say I know too much about him whatsoever. Um, he's a player that's completely popped up. My coverage of Brazilian football is nowhere near as good as some of the experts we use. But uh, he's a 27-year-old player. Um, so far, on three goals, five assists. Doesn't seem to make that much sense. His contract runs out in 2026 as well. So... Bit of a strange one. Um, don't know why Arsenal would be looking at, at Rafael Vega, but apparently uh, we are, according to reports out in Brazil. Um, continuing with the other transfer story of the day, uh, this coming in from Italy, so we can get our, shorts, our salt shakers going in the chat box if we could. Uh, Arsenal apparently have been tracking Sasha Bowie, uh, who is a 22 uh, 22-year-old uh, French right-back who plays for Galatasaray. Um, interesting career path. Uh, came through at the Rennes Youth Academy before uh, going on loan to Dijon, uh, before then leaving on a permanent deal in the summer of 2021 to Galatasaray, where he has played ever since. He's played 20 games at right-back so far this season and has two assists for the club. Supposedly, according to Italian reports, uh, Arsenal made a late bid for uh, Bowie in the summer um, and uh, rather in January, at the end of the January transfer window, when that deal for Ivan Fresneda, as we were being linked to as well, wasn't necessarily happening. Um, but Calcio Mercato, considering that Arsenal apparently will be going back in for him in the summer. Arsenal do have interest in signing a right back, so I'm not going to completely discount this but personally have heard nothing on the subject. So that's the transfer lines. Gabriel Jesus, uh, he remained uh, in the UK to work on his fitness, despite reports suggesting that he would indeed travel out with the squad uh, on Wednesday to Sporting and to Lisbon. But uh, certainly, uh, it's a situation now whereby we are getting very close. Um, we're getting very close to seeing Gabriel Jesus hopefully back in an Arsenal shirt. Whether or not I'll be involved in the squad by any means on Sunday, I doubt it. But we might get a nice surprise. If not, we're hopefully looking maybe at that sporting home game for him to be on the bench and get some minutes in the last few moments of the game. That would be great if we could see that. But we need to make sure that we protect him and that we only introduce him into the side when he is indeed completely ready to play. Uh, Alexander Zinchenko won the player of the month for February. He had a fantastic month, of course, including his goal against Aston Villa, equalising at Villa Park, uh, and went on to be a very, very instrumental figure in a month that saw Arsenal turn around their bad run uh, that included those games against Everton, Brentford and Man City. Zinchenko heavily involved in turning around Arsenal's fortunes and very worthy, I think, of winning that award um, because he was absolutely fantastic. Now, Leandro Trossard is said to be unlikely um, to return before the international break. There are suggestions that the injury is not serious and that he could even still be available for Belgium during the international break should they choose to call him up. But... He is, however, unlikely to be back for Arsenal for any of the games prior to the break. This obviously means that he will be unavailable for the game against Fulham this weekend. Also for the Sporting game and the Crystal Palace game on the following Sunday, March 19th. 
hopefully he'll be back for Leeds on April 1st when we post them at the Emirates. So hopefully we get um, him back at the club very, very soon. But it seems unlikely he'll be available for Arsenal for that sporting game uh, or that Crystal Palace game either. So he's ruled out for those fixtures, it seems, which is a disappointment, but it could have been a lot worse, a lot, lot worse. Uh, and lastly, our headline story of the day, the FA have deemed us worthy to celebrate um, our goal in the 97th minute against Bournemouth. And there will be no charge for the celebrations that we witnessed uh, on that fateful day last weekend. I mean, I personally, sitting in the stadium, could not believe what I was seeing. It was despicable. It was terrible. There were players smiling all over the place. It, we cannot have this. I'm surprised and shocked and disappointed the FA have done nothing to quell this excitement. It's bad. It must stop and mustn't continue, says the mind of a madman. I don't think this is... How this was even a story, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you could look at celebrations and think, yes, that needs to stop. No, none of that, please. None of that, please. I don't get it. It's mad. Oh, the world is going crazy. Well, if you want to bring yourself back down to earth tonight, uh, a little bit later than usual, probably around 8 p.m. Uh, I need to confirm the time, and I will, of course, let you all know on Twitter and on social media when we'll be doing this. Um, but we'll be doing our preview show today uh, for our game against Fulham uh, tomorrow in the Premier League. Looking forward to my first time at Craven Cottage tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting down uh, across to West London to witness Arsenal. Fingers crossed, continue and regain. I'm imagining it's going to be regaining a five-point lead because I'm not holding out loads of hope for Crystal Palace today. But I'm going to be try. I'm going to try to be optimistic. They're going to win. Patrick Vieira is going to pull a masterclass uh, at Selhurst Park today and nick some points off of Manchester City. That's what we're going to keep. Uh, hopefully in our minds uh, going into this game. But uh, yes, you can check out our preview show, which will be going live this evening. Okay, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now, yesterday, the tickets went on sale for Guna Palooza, uh, the weekend of the April 21st through to April 23rd. Uh, and the podcast... Also went on sale. Amazingly, all of the VIP uh, VIP VIP tickets sold out in the space of about twenty five minutes, which is mad. Um, but uh, I don't know how many are left or available in terms of general admission for those of you that are listening and would like to still come um, to watch the podcast. But I'm, I believe there are still some general admission tickets available. Uh, I'm just checking uh, as of yesterday afternoon about hmm, 
six-ish, I think, which to be fair was, oh wait, yeah, about six-ish. Um, we'd already, in an hour, we'd sold 86 uh, of the general admission tickets, uh, which is mad. So uh, in just a day, we've managed to sell out half of the, more than half of the tickets and all of the VIP tickets as well. It's going to be great. Uh, and of course, uh, Arsenal Vision haven't actually promoted this yet. Uh, we're kind of holding fire on a little bit of that because it's going to go mad. But if you want to get involved, buy a ticket. Uh, you can go to the Chicago Gooners website to get involved as well. And there's lots of great stuff going on that weekend with Arsenal's game against Southampton also happening that weekend too. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be Friday or Sunday. It will depend if Arsenal beat Sporting on Thursday. But if they do, it will be on Sunday. So lots and lots of stuff to be excited about. Uh, if you want to get hold of the latest TGT merch, you can also do that link in the description uh, to help our non-profit uh, merchandise, which is now on sale. Yesterday, an amazing response. Uh, we've had loads of people buy them already. Um, I've actually had to send in a text to, to warn the company they may want to buy in some more stock <laughs> because you guys are lapping these up, which is great. We've already made loads of money for charity, uh, for Cancer McMillan support and the Arsenal Foundation. I'm sure Vinny would be very, very proud of us indeed. Uh, okay, let's go into the chat and take some of your questions then. Um, bu -bu 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 um, <laughs> Lucas says, why aren't the FA charging us for our celebrations versus Bournemouth? We shouldn't be allowed to cheer or have any fun despite supporting Arsenal. It needs to be more fair. <laughs> <laughs> you got to appreciate the irony of it all, haven't you? Uh, Aditya says, what's the update on Eddie and Ketia? Still no update in terms of when we might expect to see him back. We haven't heard anything about uh, the details of his ankle injury, um, but there's no suggestion that he'll be back before the international break, which sucks because um, we really could have, really, really could have done it, uh, done with it. So we'll have to wait and see if that changes or if we hear anything after Fulham. Mikel Arteta did do uh, a press conference for the Fulham game after the sporting game. I don't think that's been released yet, but um, I, I don't know of any update on Eddie and Ketia at the moment. Uh, James says, what is your opinion on the potential stoppage time rule changes being considered? Firstly, the World Cup style of calculated added time. And secondly, the mercy rule being touted. Is the, I'm not sure what the mercy rule is. Um, is it the stopped clock? Is that the, the rule, like the rugby style? I like that idea. The only problem with that idea is the time that then extends games by. So imagine for a fact you have a stopped clock situation. What you might see in that case is games extended a really long amount of time, and that can have impacts on transport, can have impacts on uh, – I mean, it's just transport, basically. But, you know, teams get – fans rather getting out of the ground. That sort of thing can can be tricky. And for night games, sometimes you might get situations where the game's extended so long that trains are missed and people are stuck and stranded and or people might leave the game earlier. So the atmosphere dies down towards the end. I like the World Cup style. I thought adding that amount of time was was a good thing. Um, and it kind of disparaged, it, it discouraged time wasting as much as, as possible. So maybe that's the way forwards. But I like the idea of changing it. It does need to change. We do need to see something introduced because it's simply not good enough um space monkey says uh, since we went hard in on rafinha in the summer do you think that bakaya saka will evolve into another position no i don't think so i think arsenal just want competition in all areas of the field rafinha can play through the middle can even play to a lesser extent a far lesser extent on the left but I think they just want to be able to bring in players that can provide competition. You can remember Saka can also play in other positions too. Um, hasn't played in, in other roles too often, but has done. So I think they just want competition in the squad, which is never, ever, ever a bad thing at all. Um, 
Lee said, who would be your prime summer targets for Arsenal at the end of the season? Declan Rice continues, because I don't think it would be Drew Bellingham, but I just don't think we're in a race for him. Um, I would go for Gonzalo Ramos as a potential striker. Love the guy. Spoke to the guy. Absolute legend. Um, and Ivan Fresnader at right back. I think I, I've liked what I've seen of him, a little bit of what I've seen of him. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's I think that's probably about it. I think that Balogun coming back would depend upon what we do in striker. Obviously, we don't need really need Gonzalo Ramos if if Balogun comes back. Potentially a wide forward comes in, um, but it depends on what happens with outgoings. It's going to be a big win. Big, big one for that. Um, let's go to Omar says, I can't believe you have turned down the chance to come to LA. Highly disappointed in you. Omar, who knows? Maybe one day we'll do a show in LA. That'd be pretty cool if we could do that, but you know, I, I don't know what the scene's like in, in LA for Arsenal, Omar. You'd have to let me know. Um, let's go to David says, what's your opinion on the uh, Gary Lineker situation? Um, I read, uh, whose piece was it that I read this morning? I think it was Barney Rone's on The Guardian this morning that I read. Really, really good piece. Um, I love the first line. It says, keep politics out of sport. Ha, yeah, good luck with that, (laughs) which is kind of something that we've talked about a lot on the channel. In short, I think it's mad. I think it's mad. I think it's absolutely mental that that this intervention has happened. Um, uh, I won't go into loads of detail because I know there are a lot of people listening that won't necessarily uh, want to talk about this topic. Um, But just in short, I think it's mad. And I think I, I... have a lot of respect for Ian Wright and and others um, for showing solidarity with Gary on this. So that's my opinion on it, if you wanted it. If you didn't, I'm going to move on because <laughs> I know not everyone want to want to talk about it. Uh, Daniel says, any news on Martin Erdegaard for the game against Fulham? He obviously missed the game on Thursday. He's um, and has been ill. He did travel to Lisbon. I don't know whether or not he's going to be ready. Hopefully it's a situation where they left him out as they did describe it as I think they described it as a bit of a precaution, nothing more than a precaution. Um, so yeah, um, I don't think that um, I, I don't think we can worry about him if that makes sense. I don't think it's too much of an issue. I, I could be wrong, but I just don't think that it is. So there you go. Um, let's go. Isoa says, "Is Arteta considered a world-class manager?" Or does he need to seal the deal regarding, I assume, the Premier League? I don't think you can class him as a world-class manager yet. Um, I think that is a title that, you, obviously, you have to earn by winning titles. Pep Guardiola wasn't a world-class coach until he started winning things at Barcelona, which happened very quickly, in fairness. And, you know, people that suggest that the job he did at Barcelona was kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, aided by inheriting what he had there. I'm sorry, it's a load of BS. Go and learn about Guardiola and what he did at Barcelona B and the players that he brought through and the business that they did as well. Um, I think he has to... If he won the Premier League, you know, you're looking at a, you're looking at a, a coach that has got the evidence to go alongside being world-class. Um, if he finishes second, there's still a really good argument. You know, a really good argument. I think it comes with consistency. I think kind of the level of... Um, the level of kind of a, a manager and the, the stature to which you hold a manager to, it comes with um, it comes with time and it comes with kind of years and years of experience and winning things. And I don't think after this season, you could categorically call him that without there being any debate about it. I think there'd be plenty of debate about it. I think personally that um, 
you have to kind of achieve things over a period and then you kind of gain those accolades, if you know what I mean. Like Julian Nagelsmann, right? I wouldn't describe him as a world-class coach yet. I think that he needs to kind of establish himself and continue doing the good things that he's been doing. Now he's at Bayern, he's got the chance to be able to do that. So I think it's about doing things over a period of time and showing that success over a long period of time as well. Um, let's go a bit more. Uh, a lot of you standing with Ian Wright. Absolutely. A lot of respect. Um, Camera Up says, have you talked about the leaked kits a few weeks ago? The home kit was really growing on me. Not too sure about the away kit. Uh, apparently the ones that we looked at before, you'd be unsurprised to know, were, weren't real, um, is, is what I've been told. That who knows how close they were. Apparently, they were pretty close to what the real ones will look like, but we don't know 100% uh, what the, the kits for next season are. Of course, if any news comes out, we'll cover that. But uh, apparently, the ones that we looked at before were just kind of inspirations around what the expected kits will look like. So expect some changes uh, from the ones that we talked about a little while ago. Um, James says, what do you consider to be the biggest threat from Fulham on Sunday? Of course, Mitrovic comes up. Mana Solomon's been doing fantastically well. And Willian has been having a decent season as well. They're the main ones you look to. Palinia's not going to be available, which is a big, big plus for us. We've just got to be clinical. We create chances, we've got to take them. And that's been a big problem, I think, in 2023, is we've not been we've not been clinical enough this year. So we need to make sure we start taking those chances. You can assume the front three is going to be the same as the team that we saw against Sporting, Saka, Nelson, Martinelli. We expect we'll probably start this game. Odegaard hopefully be back in. Partey starting as well alongside Xhaka. Zinchenko, White, Saliba, Gabriel. Ramsdale is what we expect the team to be. Um, whether that's what everyone wants to use, we'll have to wait and see what we say in our preview show. Uh, I look forward to sorting all of that stuff out. Um, HMM Spike says, Tom, do you dabble in football manager? Do we have a Will Still-esque career path for you to look forward to? I don't. I, I'm not a football manager player. I was a FIFA player before. I'm not anymore. I gave it up for the benefit of my mental health. Um, yeah, I barely game as much anymore. I used to, I was into, I was playing a lot of GTA recently and I've recently stopped that as well. Just there's nothing out at the moment I'm really into. Um, and so I'm doing a lot more active stuff like golf, which is getting me out of the house, which is great. And, uh, and spending time with the family uh, and also trying to learn more graphical stuff. I really want to become better at video editing and graphics and things like that. So anyone has any tips or courses they're aware of that help them along that? I am looking at trying to do something in those fields. So uh, yes, do indeed let me know if you have any tips to learn anything about graphics and stuff like that. Because I do want to become better. I do want to try and do more different types of content on the channel in the future when I feel confident enough to do it. But I won't do that until I feel confident to do that. So I'm spending time trying to learn more stuff like that. Um, I'm going to end the show there. Slightly shorter show, uh, only because it's a Saturday. I've got stuff coming up uh, this morning, and I'm going to be actually at Charlton a little bit later on this afternoon. Yes, I'm being dragged along to Charlton, but there is a reason uh, behind that from an Arsenal perspective. Uh, Nathan Butler Oyedeji is on loan at Accrington Stanley. We'll be starting up front for Accrington, I hope, uh, today. So I'll be able to get a good look at how he's getting on uh, playing in League One on loan from us. So I'm claiming it's a little Arsenal scouting mission. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Much appreciate the support, as always. Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new. Do get yourself a hold of one of our brand new TGT home and away caps uh, in help and supporting the Arsenal Foundation and Cancer McMillan supports. Uh, I look forward to keeping you up to date with how things are going on the charity front there. So do get involved. I'll see you again very, very soon. Have a fantastic Saturday. And as always, 
av det afsnit. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.